Danielle. Hi, Casey. How are you? Good. You're in your bed, recording from your bed, which I appreciate. It's very, um, it feels like very royal of you to take podcast in bed. Well, you know, when I came on to the Zoom, I did give a trigger warning. I kept my camera off. (laughs) I wanted to just prepare everyone for what they were going to see. But you, you're elegant. Thank you. You know, some days you're just like, I I don't think I can, you know, it's the middle of the day. I'm I'm just going to do it from here. I'm not going to go to the middle studio. But I like that when our futures, you know, God willing, we all get old and um, die in bed. And I feel like, you know, those last years when we can't move, like you'll still have an elegance about you. And that's nice to know. Oh, thank you, Danielle. That's so kind. That's a beautiful (laughs) I'll be a mess. There'll just be like shells of nuts everywhere. But anyway. <laughs> Danielle, we are going to do a super quick intro because we have yes. such a great guest. We do. And he has such incredible insights. Um, but there are two pieces of information in our world that are pretty mm. shocking. Shocking. Now, the first bit is that Taylor Armstrong, once of Rehouses of Beverly Hills, then of Ultimate Girls Trip, proved her stuff, I guess, and is now being welcomed into the, the city of Oranges in Orange County. And she's a house of... How do we feel about this, Casey? Well, here's the thing. If she had been the second person to cross cities, I would have been fine with it. There's just something that doesn't totally sit well with me of like Taylor Armstrong being the first person. It's like, let's get Cynthia on Beverly Hills before this, okay? Yes, Everybody, I agree. look alive. You know, and I have such a soft spot for Taylor. And she always, you know, misses the mark, but I have a soft spot for her. But OC needs what we can get. So I'm happy that she's there ultimately. But it feels like we're giving her a status that I'm not quite sure she's earned with that title oh, of first ever. I do feel like OC is in such a bad place. Like, it's in such... Like, we've got Emily and Gina who don't even, in my mind, equal one housewife. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have... So, like, we're starting from from below sea level. Started from the bottom, now we're here, and that's lower. Nah, it's lower. So, I'm not, like... It's not something I got excited about. It's just something, okay was kind of my reaction. And with Tamara coming back, I gotta say, and Matt McConkey said this, like, Vicky's a monster, but I'd love to see her back after her work, yeah. her gorgeous work <laughs> in Ultimate Girls Trip. He said, know that I detest this woman. Yeah, but I would because it's hard to see Tamara on her own. And I liked the lightness. Again, Vicky going through a terrible breakup, but I still felt, and maybe it was just next to Dorinda, but I felt I liked that duo. So then to break them up, you know? I don't know if breaking them up is wise. I feel like they, they're they a team. Together, they're a good team. I don't... With Vicky, like, she's too much darkness on her own. And with Tamara, there's, like, not enough there on her own. But the two of them sort of balance each other out and bring out the worst in each other and the best, which is great on both. You're absolutely right. And, and Tamara had a quote that worried me. She said, mm-hmm. I'm, like, fresh, starting all over. There are certain things I won't do going into it. I won't feel like I have to make great TV. I'd like you. To Is that what you like were doing it. before? Maybe I'd like you to feel like it. Yeah, I'd like mm-hmm. you to feel a little pressure. We all want to make great you TV. Know, we only have so many hours <laughs> on this earth, and I'm watching you. JK, I'd watch yeah, you even if something. you weren't. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, Danielle. Now, this was news this week. They're filming Thailand in Thailand. Which this I'm is the, thrilled about. Uh, thrilling. The third installment of Ultimate Girls Trip, and apparently. 
Liam mm-hmm. McSweeney has been kicked off the show and blown home. For what? Remind me. Bad behavior. Bad behavior. Yeah. Wow. Tiki torches everywhere, I'm assuming. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. And is it bad behavior on the show? Because we've seen the worst of the worst. Or is it like she, bad behavior in Thailand and that Thailand's like, get this bitch out of here. Like, like, is it like international waters? Like she could, she shouldn't be doing those things in another country. Like that's against the rules of that country. International law, is that coming in? Yeah. Well, like remember it's Samantha in um, Sex and the City 2 movie, that, that movie and how like she was like, her hate of Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> it was illegal to hate Sarah Jessica Parker in Foreign Waters. So, Danielle, apparently, just to get into some specifics, uh, there's the controversy is swirling that she was also forcibly removed from set, Danielle. Forcibly. Whoa. Because of an incident involving, I think you were right, elephant dung. Mm. Hey, did you think those two words were coming next? No, it's not what I saw for myself or for her. No, and apparently now she denies those elephant dung rumors, but she remains mum on why she's missing. If those elephants could talk, am I right? <laughs> if that dung could talk. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a dollar for every elephant that made dung. I'm always throwing elephant dung. Just, you know, it's always within reach. And when you don't have a pen, you grab for dung. (laughs) I love how much the walls are crumbling down around us in the housewives world. Not in the world world. That's so terrifying. But like our board, you know, this one's going that one. Now we're mixing these cities up and it's just feels... There's such a strong heartbeat right now with our franchise. If if Ultimate Girls Trip X Housewives taught us anything, it's that get the right mix of people together and you have magic and mayhem and it's beautiful. That's right. Magic and mayhem. Danielle, I I say we take a break and we just jump right in. Please. We got a goodie. We got a goodie. Oh, Danielle. Casey. You know, we have a guest that I have long admired and also been angry at. Me too. I have those exact same feelings. Yeah. Because he's so fucking talented and created what I would say a perfect show. Yes, a perfect show. And my anger seems yours is stemming from like a creative jealousy. Mine's more of like not having been a part of it. But I still have to give my props where they're due because you're right, this, this... this human has created a truly perfect show, which is Search Party. And yeah, yeah. at Search Search Party, it's on HBO Max. If you haven't seen it, all five seasons are on right now. And I have to say, it toes that line of being fucking hilarious, like laugh out uh, loud, but also like you're following a story and mysteries, and it is and a plot, uh, and it's brilliant, and the performances are like so well acted. And anyway, I'm and it's not this like comedy I put in quotes where it's like people just sitting in one room talking. I'm like, it's not, I'm not ha. I'm not going ha. Yeah. It's the perfect show. It's so incredible. This is a co-creator of the show. Please welcome the brilliant Charles Rogers. Well, thank you for having me. I want to say I'm mad at myself because you both should have been in it. Thank you. That's all we wanted today. Does feel like we're like fifth and final season. So it's hard, you know. <laughs> it's hard to have regrets and to hindsight's 2020 as we hear. I'm sure there will be a reboot in a, in a year. 
Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I just want to tell you one of my favorite lines from the show. And like, there's so many. It's so funny. But one that just like, I just quote all the time is between Drew Drogi, friend of the show, love Drew Drogi, uh, and Sam Pancake as the wedding planners. And I want to say season four. Dream duo that should have gotten Emmys for these roles. I agree. <laughs> planners. And he's like, and they're all like fighting. And he's like, can't we just all be men? <laughs> He says, yes, please, let's all be men. It, made, it tickled me in a way. It's such, it's so in Drew tone too, where he's like, yes, let's please be men. Uh, like, it just, it tickled Geniuses. me. In, uh, like, just so funny. And like, there's so many great lines, but that one is just, it always, sometimes like just at, when I'm telling to myself, like, oh, Danielle, I'll just like, just can we all just please be men? Like, They're so amazing. Drew and Sam are... They're the, one of the some of the greatest geniuses of our of our time, truly. Absolutely, and I have to say, my favorite character is season three. Uh, the the I want to say the lawyer that played by Shalita Grant. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's so good. She's so good. What? So good. What? I reached out to her, cold called her basically on DM and was just like, "You're it's the one of the funniest performances I have ever seen when she's giving her closing statements uh. or whatever she's doing is so insane. <laughs> she's so good. Shooting all of that was so crazy because we had like a full background. We had so many background actors like in the seats, like it was like a real court and like... Did they think they were on Law and Order? Were they like, we... Did we? <laughs> I, I literally think almost everyone who ever participated in Search Party was like, I have no idea what this show is. <laughs> like anyone who dipped in for a day was like, okay, this show sucks. It's crazy and weird. <laughs> so they would like clap every time, like anytime Michaela Watkins or Louie Anderson or Shalita Grant would like do like one of their big rousing numbers, like everyone would just like fully clap. And <laughs> And then it turned into this like validation echo chamber where it was like, well, I hope they clap for her. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just please, let's all clap. Yeah. Michaela Watkins and Louie Anderson are so amazing too. And obviously the core cast, but I mean, I think they are getting their due. But I had to just shout out Shalita Grant. <sighs> so many great performances. Well, you know what's sad is like when you stop making it, because now the show's over and I'm like, okay, well, where are the stars? <laughs> Like, I used to, like, have, like, stars in my life. And then when your show's over, it's like, oh, well, they're they're not in my life anymore. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like, they're in your life, but they're more like a heart-heart on a vacation photo for you. You know, they're just not taking, they're not taking your calls as much. In the wings. You know, like, they're, you know. Yeah. It always feels so good to be around the stars, you know? I almost saw Jeff Goldblum because I bought tickets to some Jurassic World like Q&A thing and I was like I'll see I'll just like try to give him a hug when I'm there and then I decided to get a hair transplant the day before and then I mm. <laughs> I made the call on the day that I was like I don't ever see Jeff Goldblum I cannot co- show up to him with literally like a bloody like so- <laughs> like soaked in blood like, I was no, like I just I haven't established enough <laughs> and I'm glad you didn't show up today like this with even yeah, with us honestly you could do it for us but for Jeff Goldblum Let's please show some respect. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he, he hardly knows me, <laughs> like in truth. Like, he doesn't so. know you that well. Not that well. You know, I know he starred in a full season, but do you know you? <laughs> I am so tired of knowing myself. <laughs> I am so tired of doing the work of thinking about myself. I am so ready to transcend all my problems. like mm. And transcend ego. <laughs> oh my God, when is it going to happen? Well, that's what's great about running a show because you can sort of ignore yourself and like pretend that like your problems are the show's problems. So like you're not having to work on yourself. You have to work on your show. 
But at the same time, you're in the best position of ego, where it's, right. you're being like, you're the boss. Yeah, I can kind of forget that like people are being paid a little bit to laugh at my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> like it can it can feel real, and then I'm like, you know what, people people love me, and then you're like, oh right. Like, well, you're very lovable. <laughs> well, thank you. I was just gonna say I was talking about that today with my writing partner because I was like, I used to do these corporate comedy events, like for like you know, different types of razors or pharmaceuticals or whatever the case may be. And I would go out there and they would a lot of time have us do like old Saturday Night Live sketches. But like, yes, yes. So, but like old Saturday Night Live sketches, but like putting in the names of like the product. So I would be doing like Wayne and Garth or like, (laughs) it was Mm. a dark time. And so I'd be playing Garth, I remember in this scene. And I was like talking about razors or something through the voice of Garth (laughs) from Wayne's world. (laughs) And I remember thinking like, Wow, people love me. I'm so funny. I'm killing. And then there was just like this realization of like, no, this character that I did not write. Right. <laughs> right. I'm in full drag. But <laughs> I also think people were laughing at just the like trying to make heads or tails of it too, probably. Yeah, look, you know, like it just felt like these laughs are cheap. At some point you realize that the laughs aren't coming. I think they they were scared for their lives. They were, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they I'm were, like, I don't know if those were laughs, Danielle. I think they were shrieks of survival horror. laughs. <laughs> it was odd. <laughs> Hoping to just get back to their car. Um, Wow. Okay. You know, apart from Search Party, we're going to transition into equally important groundbreaking television. More important. Deeper and more interesting, actually. I think that the house... I think I'm I'm a little new to the Housewives. I'm like a few years into Housewives mania and... Truly, there's no more interesting or deeper show on television. <laughs> I really yes. believe that. And I'm, I'm calling them all one show when I say they that. They are. They're all under the umbrella. Oh, they, it is one show. We don't know who's on which show, who's going where, who's doing what. Now, where was your gateway? How did you come, come to find us? My gateway was in my last relationship, he was watching New York. And then by us, at first, and I was one of those people that like, thought it you're supposed to have like a political stance against the housewives like i just i just thought i was supposed to be like no it's bad for the world like duh and then like just two episodes of it and i was like actually this is incredible <laughs> yes <laughs> and i threw away that old person that i was and then basically i went back and during the pandemic i like watched all of new york and then when i had delta I finally, I hadn't, I hadn't watched Beverly Hills, but then like all the Erica stuff was happening and I was like, okay, I'm going to watch Beverly Hills when I had Delta. I it was, was um, quarantining in a hotel for a while. <laughs> and and then that, of course, was the most like crucible, Lord of the Flies, you know, interesting thing I had ever seen in my life. And then I went back. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, I try, I'm trying to get into Dubai and... I, the thing for me is I need to figure out where to start because I don't love a season one and I can't really get into it. Like there's something about season one where they're all, it's like a docuseries, that tone where they're like, in New York, it's all about wealth. And it's like, shut off. Like when are we, <laughs> like when are we just going to like sink into this already? And so I tried to go back to Atlanta because everyone's like, that's obviously the best. And so I went back and it was a season one vibe for all of them. I couldn't, I had to find a starting place, like a season six or a season seven. Like, so, yeah. so yeah, so that's sort of where I'm at with it, where I'm, I'm looking for my entry point into Atlanta. I want to find, besides being caught up to speed for today, I want to yeah, know like yeah, where yeah. I should start. Wow. Well, I will say that Atlanta really gets a rockin'. I want to say what, 
Well, Nene and Kim off the bat are really great together, but season right. two is, I believe, where they start to fight maybe and like Candy comes in. Is that season two or three? So the, either of those is a really... Okay. And you still have Sheree. I mean, there's so many great seasons. And, and if you do want to start season eight, you've got eight more seasons to go yeah. through to get to That's now. True. You know, you've got... You've got so much. Speaking of Atlanta, I just have been howling so hard this week at, Sh- at Sheree's plans for her joggers, detailing them and wanting sexual ruching. <laughs> V- VPL. The VPL. Now, I had heard of a visible panty line before, as we all have. I, VPL. I heard visible penis line. That's I what I've heard. I never heard that discussion. So to to have a pant that, you know, like, it, basically your penis precedes you. You know what I mean? It's like, that is an incredible idea. How did she, how, how had I heard visible penis line? You had heard visible panties line, but she came up with visible print line. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how did she meet in the middle in this way? <laughs> you know, I'm still so stuck on Sarah Sherman last week, you know, and I want to say a lot of her views have reset the stage for me, kind of like reset me in mm-hmm. terms of people and, and mainly with Beverly Hills. Yes. Like I'm seeing everyone afresh. But I really still am laughing so hard at her saying that She by Sheree is not product line, in fact, but it's a state of mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I really, that's where I've landed with it. Like, we're never getting it. Now she's saying spring 2023. Whoa, really? Yeah. I mean, it's it's so it's also just so interesting, like in this day and age of pronouns to be like she. Yep. <laughs> There's just she. something about it that's like, okay. <laughs> like she it is. <laughs> she it is. She by Sharae, which has always been like sh- Right. Yeah, sh- I guess sh- that's well, it's really and, and I'm not trying to jump to Beverly Hills because we will get there, but it's it's all about the like making it match. Like it's Rina Rose, Rina Rita. Like it's all mm-hmm. about the name, name. blend. All you have, all you have is a pun with your name. That's all you, That's all all you have is alliteration. <laughs> I, I've never seen a thinner um, jumping off point to a rosé. <laughs> She's like, well, you all remember. And it's like, remember what? Yes. Well, I'm watching this for the first time, I think, even though I've seen it. It's like, you all remember that we all enjoyed rosé together. And then I was like, it's more mine. <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> and my name, my last name starts with the first letter of this. By the way, I've never seen her drink a glass of wine. She tried to sneak it in this week by being like, steak, medium, well, glass of rosé. I was uh-huh. like, stop. And she was like, glass of rosé, because that's my thing. It's like, no. No. Yeah. Has that been her thing? It's Am I never. wrong that it's never been? I loved when Harry was just like standing there like some Rachel Maddow corpse and was like, <laughs> <laughs> and was like, it was like, the brute needs more work. We need to work more on the brute. And everyone was like, yeah, yes. yeah, we're not far away. And it's like, what do you mean it needs more work? Like, what a horrible person to have as your client. <laughs> like, where they're just like, horrible. the brute needs more work. It's like, and in what way? Like, do you want to help us? Like, no. And every everyone was like, true, true. <laughs> yeah. Almost just all there. these dumb idiots whose only you know thing is that they're like <laughs> alcoholic. Some of them was just like, yeah, he's right. It means it needs more. Or less. I don't know, but it needs work. The position of elevation that we have given Harry Hamlin is actually crumbling down for me today. I was like, I've had enough of holding this guy up like he's something. I didn't think he was good in Mad Men, and I'm going to say it. Wow. I thought he was a weak link in terms of acting. I thought he looked like the part, but when you really got down to it, it was strange. I mean, it's so interesting, though, because he was, like, so sexy back in the day. And she was, I mean, she still is. I mean, they both are, but, like, they both were so 
so sexy. Like their like true youth youth sexiness was like off the charts. But like, at what point are you just like, is there anything else here? Like, why are we holding on to like like what else is there for Lisa Rinna in this relationship with Harry Hamlin aside from like this idea of like Clash of the Titans? Like, we treat him like this elder statesman, like he's fucking Walter Cronkite or something. Thank like, you. we're like, yeah. yes, like he's Walter Cronkite. It's not that you hurt me. It's that yeah. you heard Harry. <laughs> it's like, what? I and we're all supposed to fall in line with that indignation. It's like, I don't feel that actually, guys. I don't. And I, I bet his sauce is like sweet. Like everyone's <laughs> always like, your sauce, Harry. It's like, I bet it's just like too sweet. <laughs> when we did a flashback, when he handed over that bowl in flashback and said, I honestly can't even say it. It made me cringe. And I'm cringing saying it when he goes, take it. We don't stand on ceremony here. I was like, oh, <laughs> he's awful. He's so awful. He's such an actor. He's like, he's like capital A, like old school. It's so fun. I love it. I love how unnecessary. He oh, is. he's so <laughs> unnecessary. And that's why it's like, look, he's choosing to be on this show. He can like so many husbands, children, like we never see hide or hair of them. We have seen Harry, you know, when he's yeah. not off camping or tottering around the garden or like making blueberry pies. Like he's he's amongst us. And so yeah. like he's fair game. The same way that like Lisa Rinna went after Kim Richards in like an awful way. Awful. Like Harry's Harry's game too. They're all game. Totally. He's a he's a bitch. When he was like, do you remember like when he like bitched out Kyle like on a hike? There was like that, like <laughs> Kyle had like said something to Lisa, and then he was like, he, they like imagine like going on a hike and seeing your girlfriend. Imagine going on a hike, just first off. <laughs> first off, going on a hike alone and then seeing your like girlfriend's husband being like, look here, you don't talk like on a hike alone. <laughs> like, no. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I would I would move out of the country. It's so <laughs> disturbing. I hate him and I fucking hate Lisa. Lisa? And yeah. I said it. I'm not scared of her anymore. I don't like her. Please don't tag her. I don't want her to find out. But... <laughs> I really dislike her. That fucking bucket hat when she's, let's call the girls. Hi, beauty. All that. She makes me physically ill. And that scene. Charles, now you're a director and a writer. Tell us about what you saw when Lisa did that monologue after the rosé tasting. (laughs) I think Lisa doesn't know what her point is this season. I feel like this entire season is just off. And it's mainly because... We should be in court. <laughs> like, <laughs> they should all be in court and it should be like... <laughs> Much like you moved search party to court. In, yes. in, um, <laughs> Let in... me tell you, as someone who's done it <laughs> before, like, it, I mean, for real though, like, at this whole like blind spot to Erica <laughs> and the last season, it's like we should all, it should literally be about like visiting Erica in jail and like continuing this Lord of the Flies, right? Rinna bringing the sauce to jail <laughs> totally. and asking if if totally. Erica could taste the it. The fact that we have like shelved what is like historically the most important storyline of anything on television ever, <laughs> and mm-hmm. to ju- then just be like, actually, it's about Sutton is like it's insane. I just and so like I think that like Lisa, Kyle, and. Erica are all just like the narrative is lost this season because we're not reacting to the thing that's organic to react to. And and instead we're just like trying to create stuff. And so instead, like Sutton just lives in a horror movie. Like she's like <laughs> Sutton, 
son is like is like Rosemary's baby, who's just like every day she's like, okay, starting fresh. And then, like, <laughs> and then someone is like, listen, I'm gonna slit your throat the second she like enters the house. Like, and she's always got a big like bow on under her chin. She's like, oh. And she's always like, I thought we were fine. I mean, when we met, like every time it's like. Okay, we've made a loan. We're going to start from fresh. Like, this is all going to be good. We had dinner. We had drinks. We're in a good place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I love, I love, not to jump around, but I love, I love Sutton as a character. It's like, it's such a hard character to write because it's like someone who you, you empathize with the fact that they're always being victimized with someone and you want to root. And then the second they get four words in, you're like, God damn it. <laughs> She has a little Chantal Witherbottom in her. Absolutely. She is such a Chantal Witherbottom. I I I was I feel like Claire needs to like SNL audition with Sutton. Yes. <laughs> you know, Sutton was a delight this episode, I thought. An absolute delight. Seeing her puttering around with that strange salad. And I love when she talks about Augusta. And I was attracted to her son. I know. That's my type. Me too. It's one of my types. What is his... Casey, I don't know what his type is. Both of you, explain to me what his type is. Like, like gamer, white boy, norm core. <laughs> that like, is so nice. <laughs> nerdy, but maybe has an edgy side. And then even when she threw Citadel into the mix, I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I, I know. He is not for me. Doesn't want to acknowledge his privilege, but definitely has money. It's so crazy. Stained shirt, greasy hair. No, he reminded me of the chicken salad. He was as white as that disgusting mayonnaise salad she was making. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, her daughter calls it Manny's mixture. Or one of them is <laughs> Says like the words Nanny's mixture. <laughs> when we got the sound of it, like when they put that like oh. mic up, <laughs> I was like, blah, blah. like oh. it was rough. Her daughter is gorgeous. She is. She yeah, is gorgeous. Stunning. And she loves her kids, even though she's like in Universe Sutton. Like, I think she loves her kids more than some of the other housewives love their children. <laughs> Agree. So. Agree. And we don't talk about kids, but we can talk about housewives' love for their kids. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you think some of them are lacking. Can I hear who? Some of them are lacking. I mean, Erica, I mean, you never see her. All these children that have been front and center and cars flipping and helicopters <laughs> crashing. Like, 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 where are Erica's kids ever? Finding old men in ditches in the snow. And- yeah. Who's Erica fucking right now? Who? Okay, I, there are theories online that this is her army hammer period. And she wants people to like kind of know what it is, but she can't say it. Wait, that she's fucking army hammer or that she's eating people? (laughs) 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 Well, that she's having sex with army hammer because apparently he was her neighbor when all that fallout happened before he became a concierge. Oh my God, they're made for each other. Before he was selling timeshares. And (laughs) that no one knows for sure if they're having sex, but she said something about him and I could just see her being like we're both going through a scandal like totally and of course him suggesting she become a dominatrix feels right to me but I call me by your mess Call me by your mess. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing I've said this morning. I know it's beautiful. <laughs> Can we talk about Erica's team? I wanted to pull up a Erica's quote team. From her. <clears throat> well, so somebody who's just got a hair plant. I'm pretty sure her gay assistant, creative director, got one. Mikey Minden or the other guy. The PR guy or the Mikey Minden is the, the choreographer. Stylist. Yeah, the, the stylist. stylist. Mikey yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. So you're calling that like you see it. I calling it like I see it, and I'm getting good at clocking it. Um, but 
I, I like that the lights go out in his eyes sometimes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's like either responding or he's just like, it's like no one's like, he'll just like settle on something and like the soul goes away. Like all the time. <laughs> probably because he's no longer being paid. Like I feel like he could get it up maybe in the Pasadena house, but I don't know if he's I paid. yeah. I read that um he was fired by her. I can't remember where I read this and I it's like I don't remember what it was, but something about how they had a disagreement or he said something about her and she found out and he got fired. And then I guess he came back. But I I feel like <gasps> I read that on Wikipedia and I I don't have the facts to, to back well, that it up. Doesn't matter. We never worry about facts, facts on here. the show. <laughs> now, Mikey said something this week that was just such a sad, just to kind of support what you're saying. Erica's response made me feel so sad. Her response was so meaningful. He said, talking about the hair extension line, I think when we get the boxes of product out to all the celebrity stylists we work with and we see them post about it and Erica just goes, that's going to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all just trailed Happiness. off and stared off. Like their their product rests in like celebs kind of doing a little Insta story about it. Yeah. That's all that, that's all, that's happiness. An unboxing video. Day. It really is though, at the end of the day. I found the darkest statement. This was the darkest statement I've seen in a long time on Housewives. Like it was like, she was like a Madame Defarge, is it? Erica? Yes. Erica Jane said this when talking about Garcelle. She said, you've witnessed my life burn down in front of you. So judgmental. <laughs> was the eerie. That was really good. That was really good. Oh, I was like, it shook me. I had to watch it again. I was like, Ugh. I mean, it's so, it's so pathological. It's so creepy how, like, no matter <laughs> what the narrative, like, if you're like, you stole $20 million from orphans. She'd be like, you're saying that after the year I've had? It's like, <laughs> I can't believe you just keep going back to this year you've had as like your defense. Ah. Like, it is such personality disorder, like 101. She's like, you've seen what happened when they caught me. You've yeah, seen. totally. I think the dominatrix thing is interesting. I wonder if she really means it. And I wonder if it's like a means to an end to just find another rich like, if she's like, this is the only way I'm going to be able to, like, find another rich man is, like, that's kind of what she probably did with Tom at the beginning. You know, if that's how, like, how she's going to do it again. I think it's like, I'm going to find five of them, actually, yeah. that I don't, I'm not really committed to, but I can bounce around from. Right, and then there's right. also that thing, like, Erica has a little thing to me where she's always trying to kind of show off how edgy she is. And then I'm like, I don't know if she would really do it. Like, the way she loves to be like, I'm fucking him. And Cherie was like, oh, yeah, there's something so performative, but maybe I that's, I guess, the job. Of the it's confusing because she does, yeah, she does fuck people. But then she's also <laughs> like somebody who's like always trying to tell you and whether you're like, I don't know if I believe you. But do you remember when it was when they're in like Rome or Paris? I can't remember when <laughs> the whole like, like when they all went homophobic, <laughs> like witch hunt on Denise and no. just like <laughs> ripped her head off and threw her out of a car, basically. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> when they all when they were all so horny for Denise and then couldn't handle the idea that she slept with somebody that wasn't one of them. Yes. Um, <laughs> Such a great read on it. So they were like, they were like, get off our show. Um, get off immediately. She was like, there was 
oh my God, I'm going to mess it up. But basically, there was like a moment where she was like, oh, you know what? I'm messing it up. It was Brandy. I think that Brandy was like, that's not the only person I've slept with on the show. She said that about... She was referring to Denise. And then she was like, and that's not the only person. And everyone was like, what? What are you talking about? And there's like a shot of Erica and she's just kind of like dipping out of the conversation completely. And I, I, it makes me feel like Tom... I've had a theory that Tom and Erica fucked Brandy, probably. With Tom? I'm sure. Like, of course. That's like, what else is... What else is this relationship about? <laughs> other than, like, <laughs> You're right, but I'm like, could Brandy keep a lid on that? I mean, she was playing with it. You know what I mean? I think she was trying to like... She was like, and while we're at it, like, why don't... You know, but then she didn't go there because she's scared of a lawyer. Um, she's not going to do it. I think if Erica's dancing and singing has showed us anything... It's that she's a bad lay. Like, I feel like she is as boring in bed as she is, like, on the stage. Like, nothing there. It's all talk, but, like, there's nothing behind the eyes. Like, there's no passion. There's no, like, you know what I mean? Like, I find her very unsexy. And I think think, her, her dancing and her kind of performance is supposed to be. That's supposed to be her big, sexy personality, but it's all like the design of it, but there's no embodiment of it. I think it's a lot of like, you're strapped to a chair. It's Dom stuff. I feel like she, and then she's just walking around. She's like, you like to get poked? Like, I think she's just like, (laughs) she's just like, just saying things and like doing things to you. you Yeah, that don't even make sense. But you're right. It's like a Dom for one. She she has, doesn't have Tom's money to put on these big shows. And it's like, I'll do this show for one now. But even with her, her Dom stuff, I just find it just like, like you're saying like, you like to get poked. Like, I think it's just be very, like, I think there's more interesting doms out there. That's all. Like, you yeah, know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like, I just totally. feel like, like, give us something more. She's not going to give you anything extra. Yeah. Her rage is at the ready, though. <laughs> I will say. I will say. Oh, you're right. It's right there. That piece of it, I think, mm-hmm. is really, yeah. It was interesting to see Diana showing up in just several different kind of Gucci trucker hats on <laughs> FaceTime. blurry FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And then Crystal. Now, that was dark when Dorit blurted that out about Crystal's eating disorder. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's not for Dorit to have blurted. If that wasn't on the cameras... You kind of feel that, Charles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hard, to, it's hard to remember what's like I know. ethical. On <laughs> we don't have a ceiling or a bottom. There's no bottom. Yeah. We're floating in space. I know. And then Crystal was like, to, to son, was like, I gained five pounds. And she's like, oh, who cares? <laughs> Like it's like, Crystal, like shut up. <laughs> Crystal's like trying to like be like I- I'm trying to express something to you, <laughs> and she's like, oh, who cares? Who cares? She's like, honey, just lay in bed, Nate. <laughs> Sutton is the is the is the queen of like distancing herself. Like she's yeah. such she's only out for herself. And so, like, whenever there's anybody else that has, like, trauma or issues, she's never going to go deep with you. That's when she runs the other day. She's like, I'm just going to stay out of this one. Like, she's not, like, when, even when someone's like, this is or a cry she's like, for my help. daddy, my daddy. She's just like. She mm-hmm. is. She is, but then she's also like, but I, 
but I had two miscarriages. But my dad shot himself in the head. <laughs> like it's always like it's always like she has actually had like a real trauma. Yeah. And uh-huh. then and then you have to be like, well, like you know, that's just how she's reacting to her trauma. <laughs> but it, yes. but, but they're they're always like in her back pocket in this weird way. Where like whatever the thing is, she's disting herself from. It's like then she'll also be like, but that actually did happen to me three hundred percent. And you're like, oh shit, I didn't know. <laughs> Three million percent. Oh, Sutton is, you know, I actually do think Sutton and Garcelle have a very nice friendship. Compared to this friendship we see that to me is just kind of creeps me out between Lisa and Erica. Mm -hmm. I think theirs is more of like an arranged marriage. And to me, I see Sutton and Garcelle, whatever you think about it, to have kind of a genuine like connection with each other that I think the women are just so kind of shocked by. They can't even imagine it. So they're like mad at Garcelle for sticking up for her friend because they're like, wait a minute, we're supposed to have no allegiances here. What's this now? Like you genuinely like her? Yeah. And they're mad about that. I know because because Sutton and Garcelle, even though everyone on the show is a narcissist, like Sutton and Garcelle at least can like talk, like just literally like speak and talk and like aren't just like gagging over each other's like words, like like Lisa and Erica getting together. It's like total like Narcy like energy that's just like volcanoing when they're together. And it's like Garcelle and Sutton are like, how are you? And it's just like, that's not, like, that's not how other the rest of them communicate. Right. Erica's always like to Lisa, like, you picked the wrong bitch. <laughs> just, ooh, so know, cringy. And it is so funny the way that, like, Erica's like, I mean, just for you to just ride and die for, for Sutton. Like, I don't understand it. Meanwhile, the way that Kyle... And Rinna are riding and dying for Erica, who truly... Totally. Like, it's it's just also, like, not being able to see how you're in the same position and these people are doing the same for you and you're asking people to do the same for you and that she can't do it for her. It's so odd to not see that totally. comparison. And that that's about, like, s- stealing money from people. <laughs> And like, to be it's crazy. Exact. It's so... And, and, like, the problem with Sutton is just that every time Sutton speaks, people, <laughs> people are like... They just, they know that Sutton will like just suddenly be like, motherfucker, like out of nowhere. So they just like, they just want to put her in positions where she'll do that again. Like that's the, that's all that's there for so her. Like, but then sometimes someone will be doing something so outrageous, she almost keeps it together. It's like the weirdest mm-hmm. thing. Like when Re- Lisa Rinna was doing this monologue or whatever that was. That was. So odd. Totally. Yelling and then slurring and then apologizing and then like, throwing her out of the house. Just Sutton's eyes going wider and wider really did break with me that pussy, I know. With the pussy bow. Pussy bow. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how like cartoon, like like Minnie Mouse, her eye- eyelashes are like she's so coquettish with her eyelashes. Oh. It's so Jim Henson. It's like I love how I love how like she she like always like bats them at like these really performed <laughs> moments. But it's also kind of subtle and small. It's yeah. so weird. It's like everything's going on there. She knows like her close up. Oh, she really does is really winning my heart. She is, and I against all my wishes. True. It's interesting. You know? She's the main character. It's like she's the main character, and now Garcelle is like the MC of the show. And <laughs> and everyone who like is the mainstay is kind of you're just like, what are you even talking about? Like they're all just like spinning out. And I, I feel like they don't know what their take is supposed to be. And Kyle. Kyle is so weird. Like the when I first started watching, I was like, "Why is this person famous? Like, what is possibly to watch about this person?" And then there's a real 
comfort. There's a real like weighted blanket quality to Kyle where you're like, actually, <laughs> like <laughs> there's something nice. Like I like her. I do like to watch her. But then this season, I have a theory that Kyle is like, I mean, their careers are all so insane. But like, first of all, like child actors, like God bless. Like it's so hard, you know, like there's so much there. But like, it is, I feel like there's somewhere in the back of Kyle's she should be living it up. Like this is the last Halloween, whatever is the last job she's ever going to have. Like this should be like the moment that she's like celebrating, you know, like, and, but instead she's like doubling down on like kind of crazy energy. And I, I think it's like hitting her unconsciously that like her career is like, you know, I think she's feeling it. Like the, she's probably doing press for the first time for something that isn't Housewives and like knowing Jamie back in her Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie. Lickers, <laughs> with back a in her chic, life. the chicest water bottles I've ever seen. <laughs> that is so chic. That fan and that candle. I love it. I love seeing Jamie Lee Curtis just like hugging all these women too. Just like on a hug rampage. It was like watching the most dissonant, like it was so out of alignment. I was so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable watching Jamie Lee Curtis and a bunch of housewives. I I did not feel right. Also, they like, I mean, I love Jamie Lee Curtis, but like truly treating her like it's like Michelle Obama came to the house. Like, (laughs) But in this world, it might as well have been. I guess so. And the way she kept Jamie kept trying to re-rack to the cause, it was like, Jamie, stop. (laughs) Like, nobody wants to go back to that cause. My hand in yours. This is another my hand in yours wind chime. (gasps) It's the chicest wind chime I've ever seen. And then Kyle, Kyle being like, that's why I on camera want to give you $25,000. And then like, which is just already, it's like, oh my God, like to like announce you're giving money on a show. Oh my God. And then like immediately Diana's like, I'll, I'll give it to her. I give exactly the same amount. Like, like just totally, <laughs> totally like stealing Kyle's moment being like, me too, me too. But I don't need a hug. It's like, whatever. <laughs> and then Kyle's like, here's a present for giving that amount that I gave Diana. And on and on it went. Now, what do you make of Diana's gentleman and his um, performance? He's got quite an Instagram presence. I just want everyone to just take some time with that. Maybe like before your Xanax hits at night and just enjoy. (laughs) I I actually don't, you know, normally that archetype is cringy, but there's something about him that I just accept. I don't know why. Like, I'm just like, okay, like, good for you, whatever. Especially because he had a good voice, which I think really was a shock for me. He's He's got an innocence to him that I don't think, like, I think there's just, like, a true, like, a mom thing in him. You know, like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like he just is like, I want that money. But I feel, I don't know. There is, I mean, I'm sure on some level it is, obviously. But, like, there's something there that I don't think is super conniving. Or- Joel Kim Booster referred to him as Diana's gay lover. Now, any thoughts there or don't want to go there? I'm just... I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't go view there. him as that way. What you say? Oh, I would not go there. Uh, yeah. No, no. He would. That's the one point. I said that Kyle will never have a career, but I would never. Um, <laughs> Look, I just, you know, I don't know where people's lines are. Much like the housewives. Who knows? I, I, just, I think Joel is 
a very smart person, but I just, I don't see it that way. I think he's just like classic actor. I mean, all actors are buying, but I think, 100%. I don't know. I think that there's, I think there's gayer. I think like Mauricio's gayer than Asher is personally, but I, love I don't that you know. know his name. God bless you for knowing Asher's name because I couldn't have Asher. it anywhere. Yeah, I was struggling to pull I, it out I there. couldn't pull it out of the air and you just pulled it like so beautifully, seamlessly. Asher. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I, I think Diana's whole... I don't know. I really want Diana to be like as Zoolander as she promises to be. Um, like she just doesn't like she comes in with so much promise. And then, I mean, it's like another trauma thing where you're like, she's literally been so trauma. Like, of course, of course, she's not as vampy or whatever as you want her to be. Like she's <laughs> lived through a lot. But there's something about her like day to day that is just a little milk toast to me. Mm-hmm. And it leaves one wanting. Yeah. Based on the promise that we've been given. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was pretty interesting that she, her natural habitat is like with like 10, 20 year olds. Like yeah. that was crazy. In a modern monstrosity of a modern glass. Totally. The ugliest. And some of them are her children. Some of them are not. Like, I just don't know who's yeah. a child, who's a friend, who's a lover. I don't know a... that she knows. Yeah, like, it's all in her think she knows <laughs> But she, the, the rest of the development there is pretty interesting. Like, mm. that made me... Like, that she also... Like, her the work she's had done is makes her look... You know, she's going for 20 with the work that she's had done. And also, she's surrounded by 20-year-olds. Like, it's just pretty interesting. <laughs> like, there's something really there. Like, she's never like, I, I want to look my age, but I just want to look clean. Or Like, that's not, like, the request when she goes to the plastic surgeon. Or the, <laughs> no, she's, she's always like, like, I want to look as young as my child groom, basically. Like, that's yeah, what. She's like, she's showing pictures of her child at eight. And she's like, like this. <laughs> <laughs> like this. Before we get off Beverly Hills, will you just, I I need to dig in on Lisa one more beat because I just saw on Watch What Happens Live, I don't know if you guys saw this, and Andy really got in there. What did he he say? People, basically, in so many words, he's like, people hate you. I've never seen him kind of be that. And and she's like, well, you can double down on that if you want. He goes, I'm doubling down on it. What's wrong with you? Like, I've just never seen him kind of address someone that's... a. I don't know, like that. And she did her old song and dance of like, I know, I am, I'm a problem. I don't know what's going on with me. Like, I absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. She has that quality where she just immediately like gives it up. That was also a little disturbing. He was basically like, you're a monster. And she was like, I know. And I I know. Yeah. I think she has no idea what motivates her. (laughs) As an actor either. Like you need to know your motivation as an actor. Like you need to know what you want in the scene. Like that's like what you should at least go in with, right? Like what do you want from this? What does this person want from the other person? And she is, I felt, especially in that last monologue of the evening, when she said, (laughs) when she said, if you come for my husband and kids, I will fucking cut you down. When she said that, I was like, is this a performance? Like this, like it felt like she was playing soap opera. So unmotivated. Totally unmotivated Mm -hmm. at her own rosé launch. Just like, okay, well, we won't be drinking that. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen her that messy. I was like, ooh. She couldn't say that word, humiliate. It was so... So all over the place. And so it was. It felt like an unmotivated scene. Like, it's like, you're going to get angry here. But like, the actor doesn't know why she's angry. But then she wasn't really angry. Yeah. I think that she's... 
I mean, she's always dancing. Like, just think about the psychology of someone who just can't stop dancing. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, like, she's one of those people that's just like, I just got to get the energy out. I just got to get the energy out. Like, that's like her, that's like her, that's how her body and soul works. I love that you're getting into the psychology a little bit deeper of like, like you did with Kyle, like this. You're right. And these are things we see, but I don't see it sometimes anymore. Yeah. No, yeah. Because when you're with them for so long, and also they change and you kind of forget that too. (laughs) But she's willing to throw like her... I mean, like if Denise... It's interesting like how like Sutton and Erica's like feud, at the end of the day, like they, they wear it loosely and that's the truth. And so like they're, you know, it's a little bit for show. But then like the fact that Lisa will like show up to Denise's house, who she's... you know, old friends with and then just be like, you sent a cease and desist. It's like, damn, like you're willing to just throw away real friendships. Like that sucks. Like that's not a good quality to have. No, there's such a coldness to her. Like the uh, the things that people were saying to her this week had me howling. Like Cherie's like, you are warm. And and I see that now. And Mm -hmm. Sutton was like, now everybody hates you, but I have a soft spot. And and now Lisa's just like, right, right. We're all working under this premise. She's like, yeah, people don't like me. But do you guys think she's a monster or you think she's got nice in her? I think she's a monster. I think that they, I think it's a spectrum. I think that they're all like fully, I think they're all on personality disorder spectrums. Like that's why we watch them. You know, like that's what, that's, it's literally like whenever, it's it's so, Apologies. I've learned so much from these women and yet yeah, so little too. in other ways too. Like there's there, like, I've learned a lot about apologies just from, there was an incident not a couple of years ago where I was truly in the wrong. <laughs> like I heard someone's feelings and they called me out on it. And I just, after like a year of watching Housewives, I was like, you're so right. I absolutely did. And I swear you mean something to me and I will not do that again. Just like the full bodied <laughs> like apology <laughs> roller You coaster. snapped right into it. I snapped wow. right into it. Like a Dorinda Medley apology. Yes! Just like full throated, give it up oh right away. God. I am so sad that and did I... did it work? Um, it, it did, you know, because ultimately... I. What else could he have said to? <laughs> People just want to hear like, no. it. They don't care if it's real or not. They just want. I mean, hear and it. it was real. Like I truly was in the wrong. Um, As are the housewives' apologies. They're real in the moment. Some of them. Right. Like oh, but then they'll also like. Well, for instance, like on Girls Trip, which I'm so sad that I just missed. I just missed that train on this podcast. I really, I would have loved to have jumped in the in the Girls Trip. Please, well, if you have thoughts Speak on it, freely. <laughs> Wait, well, let's take one break yeah. and one break, and then I want to come back and hear you speak freely. And we're back, Charles Rogers. You you had you wanted to speak on girls' trip, and who who are we to to not allow that? Thank you, I appreciate it. I mean, there's so much to say, but well, just that like the way that the apologies worked in girls' trip, around, like with Dorinda, especially like that that like Dorinda just would never apologize for anything and then people would resolve like it's just interesting that you can resolve things without an apology <laughs> or without or without like speaking to what happened like that makes me feel crazy in these shows <laughs> like they, it happens in all the franchises where they're like you know what I you know I love you you know I love you <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is that all it takes? And then, and then you just like give a big hug to this person that my hands down. When I, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm talking a lot, but no, I have a lot this is to what say. we're here for. 
that one of my all-time favorite housewife lines, and I'm probably not doing the line right, um, happened in Girls Trip when <laughs> they're all at the red line or whatever. But was, first of all, like, nothing... Not, I have no desire to go to the Berkshires based off of this place. Like, None. It's it's like a it's such a deterrent. It makes me ill. It feels like a trap. About it. it feels like a trap. It just looks like the dustiest, most white supremacy nothing place, like in Janky the northeast. Offshoot. Like, yeah. And uh, when they all go to like, I guess it's Red Lion that they go to, and and it's like Brandy's, <laughs> and they have to cut that Brandy said your husband killed himself. They don't. I think it's so strange that they cut that that part. I don't know if you heard it, but it was not in the edit for me. Um, like, she doesn't finish the line. But yeah. anyway. Um, and you think they cut that full? I don't know why they cut it. Um, unless it was asked to be taken out or too triggering dark. for people. Yeah, which yeah. I, I can understand. But then afterwards, when Dorinda like marches up wasted to Brandy and is like, you make a mockery of death. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is the coolest sentence I've ever heard in my life. Like, like someone screaming, you make a mockery of death is like awesome. I mean, it's like Lady Macbeth, though. Like, that's like where we're at. It's like so totally. insane. You make a mockery of death. Like, it's so insane. So twisted. And it's like, I should hope so. Like, we should all make a mockery of death. It's very healthy, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's your whole problem is that you won't. Oh my God. It's like, that's the thing is like that line like passed me by and there's so many amazing lines that like, yeah. it's so easy. Like you were saying, you know, you kind of were by rote, like, oh, I, I don't want to watch these these shows. But it's like when you watch them, they're actually quite deep in an amazing way. They really so, are. Seeing women, I don't want to say seeing them ages, though that's the like core of it. But I just so appreciate their ages in such a great way. I love kind of the point of life that they're all in. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I know I'm not saying anything revolutionary. And how unlikable so many of them are is such yeah. a joy to behold these women who are sometimes fucking terrible. You know, like, it's just, yeah. it's such a relief. <laughs> but then sometimes I'm like, the next week I really talk about re-rack. I'm like, I forgot what you screamed last week. Like, truly, I don't know what it was. And I meet them afresh every week. And when they apologize, I accept it. Me too. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I, I realized in Girls Trip that they actually... You know, because you wonder like, oh, is it really hard to be in the middle of those fights? Like, is it actually hard on you? Or is it just the job? And they're all performers at the end of the day on some level. But I really felt like by the end of that series, they were so desperate not to have a fight. They just were like, can we please, like, for real, please. Yeah. Like, they were really, yes. like, they were really like, please. You're like, so just right. One day, please. <laughs> They're like, let's put together a couple hours. And then Phaedra has to bring the Bible out, quite literally. Yeah, yeah. I know. It, but the, the, it did the same thing. Both of these shows, I think, I, w I wish that the, I mean, whatever, like, you can't write, <laughs> you can't write these shows, but I wish that, they would head. They would culminate in the direction that they're heading because literally the the season finale of Girl, this last girl's trip should have been an intervention, an intervention with Dorinda. And it's like you have 
like there's alcoholism, but there's also rage. And then there's probably being in the closet. And then there's also like, um, you know, the, the fact that you've, whatever happened with Richard, <laughs> like whatever happened whatever with Richard and his death and, and all the things we don't know about that death. And you almost want to see Andy there too. You want to see Andy show up for that too. Totally, totally. Kind of moderating That's it. true. That would have been that. Yeah. Nice. It would have been nice. It would have made night. Would have made right. it nice. instead of her just like waving goodbye to everyone yeah. at the door, and you realize like nothing will change ever. We didn't have any clue. We wanted a full arc, and what we got was just a straight line to the moon. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Whenever like, they like, whenever they're like, you know what? At the end of the day, it is about sisterhood, and they start dancing. I'm like, no, <laughs> like, this is not. This is oh. not what happens next. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love how you're really keeping a kind of like forward moving narrative. <laughs> kind of yeah. mind on it all. You're so right. I, I, it's honestly profound. Beverly Hills should take place in a courtroom. Wow. Year. I mean, are we going to get that? Which end, Sean? No, we're I think not. that I think that the Tom people like sent Bravo a ton of subpoenas and cease and desists and stuff. Like for this, this season to have like, for Andy to have been so aggressive like at the, at the last reunion and then this season to have just shifted completely away. Like it just makes me feel like something happened behind the scenes where like, oh God, let's just get away from it altogether. Speaking of that, what do you make really quick? And we've spent so much time in Beverly Hills, but there is a lot happening with Kathy. And like, we've heard all this tell that Kathy said something, you know, I guess homophobic is what we've heard to like a someone in Aspen when they go on the Aspen trip, which I know hasn't happened yet. But it feels like there was cease and desist with that. Like that never came yeah. out. That I, We must be hurtling towards that still, right? I think that makes sense. Also, the fact that she doesn't even know that she's blocked. <laughs> Kyle <laughs> makes me feel like I'm just like, okay, your phone blocked Kyle. Like, she's like, I send texts and she's like, and I don't get them. Like, it's like, it's like a lawyer like took her phone and like blocked Kyle and like Kathy didn't know or something. Like, something happened there related to like, like Nikki did it. Right, yeah. Right. Wow. Okay. I don't know. I love, I love Kathy and I love, I love. Her work. I don't know if I'm allowed to comment on people's work or not, but um, what do you mean? I love like her, her work. face works. You are. Yeah. Course, what, do you, yeah. what else are we talking about? Oh, I about? thought you meant her body of work. I was like, I think he means does she have the one? work on her face and body. Her, I mean, I think her face, not her body of work. Her about face people's of work. tops of their heads, quite a bit. Go ahead. <laughs> I I just I really there is something about her work specifically that there's like a. There's like that. What are the, the optical illusions where it's like a candle, a candlestick, or like a profile? Like there's something where like I see her for her her real face, and then I flash to what it is now. But I can see, I can flash to what her face is supposed to be. It's really weird. Her work has this uncanny valley. Think of it next time you watch it, where you're like, that it is like so because it's like I'm like I think I can see what you really look like, but then like it fla- it flashes. To, I don't know. I don't know what I'm. Saying. So is it a good effect for you? It's like I'm both getting the you of old and this new. I love work. I think I you- love when people get it. I love when I like I like it. I like to clock it. I'm obsessed with it. So I don't mind. I mean, I like I'm into it. I think it's like fun that she's got this like facelift and is also like eating mashed potatoes off the ground or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And keeping a rhythm with hard bread. (laughs) Is it like when you look at one of those like birthday cards for a kid or like books and it's yes, like yes. it's like one side it's like it's the grandma no it's the big bad wolf <laughs> yes. you know like yes. red, right? it's like a spell that's like glitching at midnight yeah. like, 
Oh I'm like, God. there she is. There she is. No, no. <laughs> there she is. Oh, my wow, that's God. Genius. Charles. Um, wow. Should we talk Atlanta? Yes. I mean, we're almost out of time, but we have we to have talk to, about it. We so must. I, I, we must. Okay. I'm just going to start us off with a quote that really just is so amazing. Marlo's kind of state of consciousness. When she's speaking to Sheree about Kenya and and what to be what's to be done, and Marlo says, "Kill her with kindness, like I do." <laughs> <laughs> wow, I mean, I wow, that then, I think is her read on how she's handling that situation to the point that she prays to God passive aggressively. <laughs> Like, it's like if you, it's so funny to like if you really do believe in God, then like damn, <laughs> <laughs> to have that kind of relationship with him. He passed Well, I like when she said <gasps> Sheree looks amazing for sixty, and then the producer like she's fifty two, and she's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that was really oh, good. That killed me. Oh, sh- and she goes, oh shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Where did the security come from when, like, suddenly the security is holding both of them back? Like, where did they come from? They're there now. They're there now? It, for all the shows, yes. They mm-hmm. they appear very quickly now. I think after, like, the Potomac thing, maybe in the barn, I don't and know. And New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I feel like just all of these places. Like, Rinna I- and the wine glass, like, things have happened now, I think, so much that it's like, people aren't safe. Yeah, like, they they to, like, I think aren't. for them not to be sued, like... If somebody gets truly hurt on one of these shows, like they have to have like the proper people there to like. Yeah, I think it's like go, go now, yeah. go. Wow. And they're there. It must be interesting to like the point of view of those security guards, and if they're like, "Am I holding back the one who's right or wrong?" <laughs> <laughs> and I bet. And am I helps. holding them back tight or kind of? <laughs> and it's also like yeah. I bet that they think on some level like people that they're there to protect the housewives from, like, crowds of people. And it's like, no, they're there to protect you guys from each other. You know what I mean? Like, that... It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. there's danger from all facts. <laughs> they're their own greatest danger. <laughs> yeah. But Drew can sing, you guys. Drew is an amazing singer. Did we know? I mean, I know, like, people can sing. And, like, on the show, we've had some good singers and some bad singers. But Drew can sing. I think she's a good yeah. singer. Yeah, she is. She's a good singer. I, I, I liked that version of an apology. It was so wild. Yeah. But Drew to me is is, a, is has a light presence that I do appreciate. Even when she's up to stuff, I'm like I appreciate her kind of cheerfulness. It doesn't go as dark as Marlo's energy does for me. Mm-hmm. I love Drew. Sometimes, like she was just like, yeah, I just said some crazy stuff, but I'm gonna sing. When Marlo like was on the phone with her manager, it was like quiet. <laughs> like you just call your manager and like tell them about your drama. <laughs> <laughs> Never. 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 Wait, so can we also talk about, real quick back with Marlo, that a Louis Vuitton swimsuit costs $230 a day for a swimsuit? (laughs) Maybe if it's like a crotch thing, it needs to be more. I don't, I think, I'm just going to say it. I think Marlo's fashion rental is too too pricey. Just the price is sure. Feel too. I don't even remember. I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, like it's whatever. Just it's... like the rental house of you know, archive. the yeah. archive. It's just too expensive. When Sheree went to that, whatever that was, with those 10 bolts of fabric yeah. leaned up against that wall. <laughs> <laughs> fabric that is like what I have in my son's room, like a tartan or a kind of plaid. 
thick plaid. You know, I I couldn't believe it. And she said, I'm not just going to put anything out there. Right now, I'm still sourcing all of the ideas, all of the notions. (laughs) Still sorting the notions. notions. She's holding thick velvet bolts of fabric. And she's like, now, do you have anything else? I mean, the name She by Sheree is a notion (laughs) in in and of itself. Yes. How about when Sheree started yelling... Tomato, tomato. I'm throwing tomatoes at you. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> oh, Sheree. Oh, she's just... Oh, when she showed up in that Gucci suit, she looked incredible. Yeah, mean, she really did. She knows how she really, to really fucking dress and to enter. I mean, Sheree is... They gave fucking... her an entrance. They gave her yeah. like a split screen where they put her on two sides. Then she's got her fur wrap. And then they have a song that played that I guess someone made for a dollar. Like, you know, they just make these like two-line songs and it was called Peaches and Dreams. (laughs) (laughs) I I love all of our housewives music that's like not, Uh you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's in the, he's got money, he's got money. Like, it's Mm -hmm. all these kind of singers and songwriters that maybe like, we're not using songs that like, you know, euphoria uses. I'm obsessed with the people that make those. Like, they're just like, okay, this is the scene. (laughs) What do we got? You know, it doesn't need a chorus, I guess they're saying. Uh, should I do one? And they're like, no, no. No. Just, they're riffing off of just some kind of notion of something sexy and cool. I thought it was so, so crazy how, um, like, there was so much buildup to the gym mining and like how they were like, can we just please go like gym mining? Can we please go? We must. And then finally, it's like, literally what, like, is in a kid's gift shop at like a science museum. Like, that was so... (laughs) Crazy. Like that that's what they did was crazy. With a man I genuinely <sighs> thought might kill everyone. I, was I terrified. know. That man was like that so was a scary. that was a dangerous moment to me. Especially when Kenya like took down the Trump sign, oh, which I, I love that she did that. I love that I was she like, did I that. Don't think we're safe though. Yeah, I didn't guy. feel safe Actually. for her in that moment though. She mm-hmm. did it in a way that was so smooth though. Like yeah. she like didn't even give him the opportunity to protest or to be offended. She was just like, I did this and then like it just walked and, like, off. And like little old me. Kenya's <laughs> yeah. so good. It but- was pretty amazing. When Sonia started calling her and was like, so this is a couple's trip and she just hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I would have been so offended too. She what is she, she Sonia fucking Absolutely. talking about? And it's like, well, couple's then don't call it, cu- don't call it that. <laughs> like, like, call it bring a friend. She's like, what her. if someone wants to snorkel and they don't have someone else to go with them? It's like, but don't we have our cast members? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The way everybody showed up to her party, the comment on how far her house was made me laugh. The, the Atlanta women will just say it. They're like, wow, you live two hours outside of town. Not easy to get here. Mm-hmm. And the other one was like, you know, she does not live in Atlanta. Like, there. And then the house, I did think it was a party for her son at first. Well, also that they were all being like, there's no bartender, there's no white meat chicken. Like, what are you fucking doing here? They were right, though. It looked so dry. Like, it looked so... Everyone was saying the word dry, and it's like, that's exactly what that food looked like. To say no bartender, and then what was that strange photo kind of platform? Oh, a photo when it was like, girl, oh. Sheree, get up there. We're going to take photos of you. And then they were like, doesn't work right yet. We're rebooting. We're rebooting it. So sad. And I also want to say, like, women, if this is your first party, your first get-together, go all out. Do a dry run. Do what you have to do. It needs to be in working order. Like, I know. I was upset by the kind of tinsel, tinsel, um, what do you call that? banner? 
Me or just don't like leave all the lights on like a sushi restaurant. <laughs> like it was like full, like it was like yeah. just like full office lighting. Like, like. Just for a housewives event, yeah. you know, like do whatever you will in your life. God bless. But it, it was, uh, you know, a bunch of bottles of wine around the island. I, I, you don't want to see it, you know? No. Yeah. Not for a housewives event. Sorry. No. I thought that the candy, is it candy? With yeah. um, with her, with her man, when yeah, they had yeah. that co- finance conversation, it's just so. And then he came back and was like sticking his ground about like feeling taken advantage of. Like it's really interesting to me when like the men and like husbands and boyfriends on the show like need to like that they're motivated by like not being emasculated on these shows <laughs> or like need, <laughs> like needing to like prove a point about who they are. It's just, it's so interesting like what motivates people and like what what you're going to do not in private is <laughs> so crazy. Yes. And then for Bravo to, to mm. be a third party in this and put up a list Ooh, of so the assets shady. that Candy has and the asset assets that Todd has. Oh, it was so tough. Yeah, and then yeah. Todd apartment. is like, Talking to his daughter, Kayla, and he's like, and of course, Kayla, you'll get that, the condo. That that <laughs> one thing we know I own. It was like, oh, God. Oh, oh you wow. know. And I like the, <laughs> her Broadway show that fell apart. She's like, but I might be a producer on another Broadway play, but there's a concern that it might also fall apart because of COVID. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, why Why is that a concern? Like, before this play is even up on its feet. <laughs> like, I want to know how much money Candy's giving to these things. Yeah, I mean, Broadway is expensive. Broadway's really right. expensive. But like, is she giving like a million dollars more? More, more I think. Probably more. more. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's so admirable. And I, I did cry. Me I was too. crying I during her, her testimonial when she said the show shut down. And mm-hmm. I, that like, very much touched me, actually. And oh, that was... I, I do. I, I feel like Candy's heart is always in the right place. And she's trying to like do cool things. And I do really love Candy. Wow, guys. Charles, is there anything else? Oh, man. You need to get off your chest. Oh, you know what? I can tell you this. I Please. auditioned Carol Radzawil, um for Search Party once. I literally asked for her specifically to be auditioned, to, to audition. Is she an actress? Um, no, but she, uh, she was, it was for like a Diane Sawyer type role. Yes. And, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And she like, she did like news stuff, yeah, like back in right. the, you know, she like had it. So I was just, I was just like curious because I thought it would be kind of fun. And honestly, her audition was not bad. I, I have to, I have to say, I could tell she tried and she did a good job. And like with love after all that, you were like, I'm not giving her this part. I mean, it's just like, you know how it, it is. Like, right. You need, you know yeah, you need like people, you need like people who act for a living ultimately. Yeah. But like, right, but I really, I, I wanted to day. hold out hope and I, I felt I was into it. At the you end wanted end. it to work, but yeah. And that's okay. That's a great idea. I know it was a fun idea. I mean, I could talk forever. I have so much, but I but I won't. Well, we'll have I'll leave to, it. We'll have I mean, to you have back. to come back because you have some great some interpretations really insights. and Thank insights you. about these gals and just the I mean, na- the narratives. I think the yes. where the episode wants to go. Like we never think about where it wants to go. And then where it goes, or what we're not getting away. Yeah, and like you're so right about where we want to be as a series and where we're not, and that's interesting. That's the that's the thing about Beverly Hills is like it just feels like Crystal didn't get the memo that there was supposed to be a clique of Sutton, Crystal, and Garcelle, 
And because <laughs> Crystal is too busy, like, Stop. spiraling, like, <laughs> from day one, like, that didn't happen. And so instead, everything is, like, off the rails. Wow. I have to say, I picture the editors, this is so dark, but kind of rushing to get the edit done. And then someone yells to another room, like, are we putting the eating disorder thing up at the end? And someone's like, yes. <laughs> I think that it came up on an episode where it wasn't mentioned. That's what I mean. And it they're really, like, it really now, made me feel... And then they're like, I put it up, but I don't know if that line stayed in. They're like, it's up. Uh, okay. Right, right. It's probably, it's, probably. The amount of things that have been talked about on these shows and there's no number going up at the end. Yeah. It's like, there should be a series of hotlines that just roll like a scroll. It should be a second hour. It should be a full hour of just, of just hotlines. <laughs> yes. It's like drugs. The, Alcohol, alcohol, rage, suicide, uh, sexual abuse—like it's all like just, just totally. It should down to it should be like if you have one single friend, call this hotline. (laughs) 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 Yes. Oh, Oh, God! So funny. Thank you so much. I love you. I love you, girls. I love listening to this. I'm so honored to have been allowed inside the gates. Thank you. Well, of Coda de Casa. You're a dream. You're so funny. I love your show so much. From the bottom of my heart, it's a a brilliant. It's so good. It was such a a friend to me also during the pandemic where I watched it again. And I also have to say, like, if you haven't seen Search Party, go to HBO Max. Truly funny. Truly like, oh, my God. Like, it's just incredible. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and where, okay, last thing I'm going to say, where you left us off last season, the end of the fourth season, yeah. was so, talk about where a narrative wants to go that I don't even know it should go, but it did, was yeah. so incredibly brilliant. Like, it, it's a real wow. Thank you. Thank you. It was really hard to make. I'm really sad it's over. It was a, my entire, you know, it was a huge chapter in my life and I went from being young to old <laughs> really fast. Well, guess what? So. I deserves. can't get the last scene out of my head when they walk through that thing. And that's all I'm going to say. It's so good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you Love Rogers. you. Thank you, Charles. 